Hello, this is Ayan from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday, the 29th of March. Before I proceed, let me tell you that the audio quality may appear a little compromised. We at News Laundry are recording our podcasts from home because of the ongoing coronavirus lockdown. Despite the limitations, we are constantly trying to bring you the best we can. As we enter the fifth day of a 21-day nationwide lockdown, Prime Minister Narendra Modi today addressed the nation through his monthly radio broadcast, Man Ki Baat. Modi began his address by apologizing to the citizens, especially to the poor, for their hardships during the lockdown. The Prime Minister, however, asserted that the lockdown appeared to be the only way possible to contain the spread of the pandemic. In his address, the Prime Minister said, and I quote, The fight against the coronavirus is a matter of life and death, and we must win this fight. This is why these stringent measures were necessary. We must keep you and your families safe. Unquote. The Prime Minister urged people to not violate the lockdown rules. Emphasizing the message, he said that if people broke the lockdown rules, the fight against the coronavirus would become even more difficult. Over the last few days, there have been reports from different places of harassment against people suspected of contracting the coronavirus or against many of those who are quarantined at home. In view of such developments, Modi made a specific appeal in his address that it was really unfortunate and that we must understand this is a time to maintain social distance, not emotional or human distance. The union government today clarified that all donations made by corporates to the Prime Minister's emergency fund would be considered as social welfare spending. The Ministry of Corporate Affairs notified it through a memorandum. Over the last couple of days, several celebrities and business houses have made their contributions to the Prime Minister's Citizen Assistance and Relief in Emergency Situations Fund to fight the coronavirus pandemic. Yesterday, the Tata Trust and Tata Sons together pledged a total of Rs 1,500 crore. The Board of Control for Cricket in India similarly pledged Rs 51 crore. Bollywood actor Akshay Kumar announced that he would also donate Rs 25 crore towards the fund. Several other actors, athletes and organizations have committed their donations in varying amounts. A pilot with the SpiceJet airline tested positive for COVID-19 on Sunday. He had no history of flying any international flight in the month of March. The airline said that the pilot's last flight was on March 21 from Chennai to Delhi. After this, he went into self-quarantine at home. SpiceJet said that all necessary medical aid and treatment are being provided to him. Meanwhile, the Uttar Pradesh government on Saturday said nearly 1 lakh migrant workers who returned from other states amid the coronavirus-related lockdown will have to stay in quarantine camps for 14 days. Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath ordered officials to keep quarantine facilities ready for the large number of people who have arrived in the state in the last three days. He instructed his officials that all the essential needs of people kept in the quarantine centers must be fulfilled. The names, addresses and phone numbers of the people have been provided to district authorities to carry out the measures. The announcement came after the Yogi government provided buses to transport thousands of migrants from Delhi to their home districts in Uttar Pradesh. The Bihar government made a similar announcement for all the migrant workers who returned to the state in the last couple of days. As in Uttar Pradesh, the homebound migrants in Bihar will also be kept in quarantine centers for a period of 14 days. Food and other essential amenities will be provided to them by the state government. Visuals of thousands of migrant workers waiting at Delhi's Anand Vihar bus terminus kept coming throughout yesterday. 
the mass exodus of thousands of migrant workers who headed to their hometowns in Uttar Pradesh and Bihar in packed buses has sparked fears about the rapid spread of the coronavirus. Our reporters Ayush and Basant went to some of these bus depots to get you a clearer picture of the situation on the ground. They will soon come up with a detailed report on the plight of the migrant workers amid the lockdown. But listeners, to bring ground reports like these, we need money. And it also does entail a certain amount of risk, which is a part of our job. Please support us by subscribing. As most of you know that we at Newslaundry do not take any advertisements to sustain our work. We depend solely on you, the listener, reader or viewer. We believe that when advertisers pay, the advertisers are served. But when the public pays, the public is served. So go to newslaundry.com. We have different subscription packages and the details are available on our website. The lowest one starts at rupees 300 per month. Several churches in Goa announced that Sunday masses would be live streamed on local TV channels from now onward. In Puducherry, churches cancelled the Sunday mass altogether. Now, moving on to international updates on the coronavirus. The death toll in the United States surged past 2,000 by Saturday night. The country has reported the highest COVID-19 cases in the world and New York is the worst hit among its states. The country now has more than 1.24 lakh cases of COVID-19, of which 52,000 are in New York alone. The number of deaths has doubled in two days in the country, prompting many to call it the next possible hotspot of the crisis. Given the alarming situation, President Donald Trump earlier on Saturday considered imposing quarantine orders in hotspots in parts of New York, New Jersey and Connecticut to curb the spread of the coronavirus. But after strong protests from New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Trump decided against issuing the quarantine orders. He instead instructed his officials to issue a strong advisory against domestic travel within the country. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention accordingly issued an advisory urging residents of the three states to refrain from non-essential domestic travel for 14 days effective immediately. According to data from the Johns Hopkins University, the total number of COVID-19 cases across the world rose to 6,64,924 on Sunday. The death count crossed 30,000. Among the countries, Italy continues to have the worst toll with more than 10,000 deaths. The situation in other European countries has similarly worsened. Spain has reported more than 6,000 deaths due to the coronavirus. The figure is the second highest after Italy. The dead included Spanish Princess Maria Teresa, who happens to be the first royal to die from the coronavirus in the world. In France, over 2,300 people have died. More than 1,000 people have died of coronavirus in the United Kingdom out of more than 17,000 people infected. Apart from Prime Minister Boris Johnson, three members of his cabinet have tested positive so far. Prince Charles, the heir to the British throne, too, has been infected by the virus. The government of Greenland has banned the sale of alcohol in its capital, Nuuk, saying the move is to reduce violence against children during the confinement period. Outside Europe, the developments are equally grim. China, where the pandemic originated, has reported more than 3,800 deaths due to the contagious disease. Iran, another badly affected country, has reported over 2,500 deaths so far. New Zealand reported its first coronavirus-related death on Sunday, Authorities said that the victim was a woman in her 70s. The country has more than 500 confirmed cases so far. The World Health Organization on Saturday said that dozens of African countries have also been affected by COVID-19. 
More than 2,600 people have been infected and 49 people have died in the region. Now, away from coronavirus-related news, let's move on to some other updates. Manipur Legislative Assembly Speaker Y. Kim Chand on Saturday disqualified Bharatiya Janata Party MLA Thonaujam Sham Kumar Singh as a member of the State Assembly on the grounds of defection. Singh had defected from the Congress to the BJP after winning in the Assembly elections in the state in 2017. The Congress had secured 28 seats in the elections and the BJP got 21. However, after the results were declared, the BJP allied with the National People's Party to form a government and Singh then joined the coalition. He was made the Minister of Forest and Environment. Soon after, the Congress Party filed an application of disqualification against him, but the Speaker Kim Chand did not take any action. This prompted the Congress to file a writ petition and suspend Singh from the party for six years. Saturday's decision by the Speaker came after the Supreme Court had barred Singh from entering the Legislative Assembly on March 18. The Apex Court also ruled that he would cease to be a minister immediately. North Korea on Sunday fired two suspected ballistic missiles into the sea. Reacting immediately, South Korea called it very inappropriate at a time when the world is battling the coronavirus pandemic. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said in a statement that it detected the projectiles flying from the North Korean eastern coastal city of Wonsan into the waters between the Korean Peninsula and Japan on Sunday morning. According to the statement, the projectiles flew about 230 kilometers at a maximum altitude of 30 kilometers. However, this is not the first such incident in recent weeks. Lately, North Korea has fired a slew of missiles and artillery shells in an apparent effort to upgrade its military capability amid stalled nuclear talks with the United States. The talks have remained in a deadlock since the breakdown of the second summit between North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and US President Donald Trump in Vietnam in early 2019. The weapons launched recently were, however, all short-range and did not pose a direct threat to the United States. North Korea has not carried out nuclear or long-range missile tests since it began nuclear diplomacy with the United States in 2018. Now, for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. As the fight against the novel coronavirus continues in India, some states have stood out for their prompt efforts against the fast-spreading disease. By responding in a timely and organized manner, states like Kerala, Maharashtra, Delhi, Assam and a few others have set precedents for others. Such examples provide hope for the Indian federal structure amid an overall air of gloom. Please go through my report which highlights the state's initiatives during this crisis. It was published on our website yesterday. The title is As States Show the Way to Fight COVID-19, Federalism in India Gets a Much Needed Boost. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.